0: Hello everyone. Happy Monday to you and welcome to Daily Devotions with South Canyon Lutheran Church. I am Pastor Eric Thone and I'm happy to have you joining us. Uh, We offer daily devotions on our uh, YouTube and Facebook channels as well as our uh, podcasts um, Monday through Friday here. Um, Myself, Pastor Chris, and our Pastoral Care and Outreach Coordinator Linda Black have been leading those for you and we invite you to tune in with those on a daily basis. Um, as we release those in the mornings. Today, I want to look at a passage from Isaiah that was shared in worship yesterday. And it's Isaiah 5. We'll look specifically at verses 1 through 7 um, today. But uh, it is uh, the love song to the vineyard. Um, And so let's take a look at that if you want to read along. I'm Isaiah chapter 5, verses 1 through 7. Let me sing a song for my beloved. My love song concerning his vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard on a very fertile hill. He dug it and cleared it of stones and planted it with choice vines. He built a watchtower in the midst of it and hewed out a wine vat in it. He expected it to yield grapes, but it yielded wild grapes. And now, inhabitants of Jerusalem and people of Judah judge between me and my vineyard. What more was there to do for my vineyard that I have not done in it? When I expected it to yield grapes, why did it yield wild grapes? And now I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will remove its hedge, and it shall be devoured. I will break down its wall, and it shall be trampled down. I will make it a waste. It shall not be pruned or hoed, and it shall be overgrown with briars and thorns. I will also command the clouds that they rain no rain upon it. For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel, and the people of Judah are his pleasant planting. He expected justice, but saw bloodshed, righteousness, but heard a cry. There's a lot that we can say about that passage, but just because it's the type of thing that's oftentimes, particularly uh, in sermons, we don't have a whole lot of time to necessarily dwell on, um, I want to point out uh, something unique about this passage um, as simply a piece of of literature. It is one way that we can look at uh, the scriptures. We know that throughout the scriptures we've got a wide range of different types of literature. Um, We have narratives, we have poetry, um, we have oracles of judgments, you know, and we can go on and, and on about some of the different types, but this passage in particular is interesting because within those seven verses that I just read there, we actually have three different types of literature. And so if you're looking back at at this, the first two verses, it sort of tells you what it's meant to be. Let me sing for my beloved my love song. This passage starts as a poem, a love song, a piece of poetry, and it really is a love song of unrequited love. It's the love song Isaiah speaking of Isaiah's beloved, which is God, Isaiah, the beloved of God being Israel, but ultimately in spite of all of God's efforts, we may think that in terms of an image for love, a vineyard um, isn't the most romantic, but that's ultimately what we're getting at, at here, and God makes all of these efforts to show God's love to Israel, and yet he expected to, to yield grapes, but it yield wild grapes. God's love is unrequited. And so we have this first chunk, which is a love song or love poem of sorts. And then with verse 3, we move into a different literature. And now, inhabitants of Jerusalem and people of Judah judge between me and my vineyard. The image keeps working. We're still in the same um, metaphor. But we've switched now from this love poem to what we might call a judicial parable, with the judge being the key word there. We're still working with the image, but the invitation to judge isn't is a rhetorical move, but actually, if you're listening to this, a very real invitation. What was there to do? Make your judgment about who is right between God, the owner of the vineyard, and the vineyard itself, who did not yield um, what was expected and then in verse five we take even another step to a different type of literature um, which is a sort of oracle of judgment as we progress and now god is saying this is the judgment for the vineyard that didn't produce fruit and it continues again using the same image of the vineyard um, talking about it not being pruned or hoed and overgrown with briars and thorns before it finally makes clear what the meaning it explains the allegory that, in fact, the vineyard is the house of Israel and the people of Judah. So I think it's a fascinating thing to note just how much literary-wise is crammed into these few verses. And Hopefully that's not something that's just too biblical nerdy of me. If, uh, if it is, forgive me for, for that. But I think that when we go into the scriptures, it's helpful for us to recognize what we're working with here. Because we read these things differently when we understand the type of literature that we're working with. And how even in this one, this small piece, we have multiple different types. The Bible really is an extraordinary piece of literature, as it really is plural, between all of the different books, but fascinating things, quite independent of the spiritual nature and the revealed word of God, just from a purely literary perspective. It's a fascinating text with all sorts of unique and surprising and wonderful insights to be found, Um, but I just find it to be this incredible thing that God chooses to reveal God's self chooses to share God's truth with us using what is also just some fascinating and beautiful literary devices. And I hope that with a little bit of sort of study and leaning into some of these things, you can find the study of scripture to be something that is joyful, that there is layers and layers to this text that can draw you in and as you are drawn into the passage, into these passages, God reveals God's self to us more and more. The scriptures that we have truly are a gift. And I hope that you'll spend some time exploring this gift that God has given us. Let's pray. Gracious God, we thank you for your scriptures. We thank you for the prophet Isaiah and his words. We thank you for the deep truths that are revealed uh, throughout our Bible. And we thank you for sharing them with us. And I pray that uh, everyone listening to this devotion would um, open their hearts to spend some time with your word. And that opening ourselves up, you would speak to us. And that through your scriptures, we would come to know you more. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you tomorrow.